Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from December 29th until January 5th. 2022 as we move into the new year with the guiding light of the sun in Capricorn. As the sun moves us into a new calendar year, it opens up new potentials, new directions, new pathways to follow, and we feel encouraged and strengthened to do so with the energy of Capricorn. Capricorn is the 10th sign of the zodiac. It is a cardinal sign and an earth sign. It's also a feminine energy. And this brings up the strength of Capricorn to persevere, to accept the road ahead, to find a robust confidence within you to move into the new ambitions, goals, and intentions you have for yourself and your life over the next 12 months. So this strength of Capricorn is wonderful when we begin a new year. Again, being a cardinal sign, it is comfortable initiating, getting something started, moving it ahead. And there is a diligence with Capricorn to stay the course that even when things get heavy, hard, or burdensome, you get stronger, clearer. You develop more strength in yourself to meet those obstacles and in fact to overcome them, to surmount them and move ahead. As we transition between years, we see the sun moving from the first deacon of Capricorn into the second deacon of Capricorn. And that's also an energy shift. As the first deacon of every astrological sign between zero to nine degrees is about essentially becoming comfortable and beginning something within the energies, themes, and intentions of this astrological sign. And so there is a freshness in the energy in that first deacon where things are being determined. There are choices being made. Perhaps there's even clarity around where you want to go next. And then as the sun moves into the second deacon between 10 and 19 degrees, there is further application of the strengths of this particular astrological sign where we apply it, we work with it, we use it, and we understand how to integrate it into our lives. The Capricorn energy can also be very responsible and mature. This can be the energy of feeling like an old soul, like you've done a lot on this planet, that your energy has been around for many, many, many centuries. And this is also where we have gained experience. There is an energy through Capricorn as an earth sign where it's the experiences you have in the physical world that shape you, that teach you about life, that teach you about obstacles, how to achieve your goals, how to plan accordingly, plan responsibly, as well as think about the long-term consequences. And Capricorn is the energy of cause and effect where you do something and you see how it shows up in the physical world. And this is the energy, too, of really being clear on your boundaries, where you say yes, and where you need to say no. 
Capricorn can have an unconscious pattern of doing everything for everyone, of taking on this, of taking on the household, of being the breadwinner, of being the one who handles the responsibilities for many. And this is where you're learning that it's appropriate and necessary to be clear about what you can do and what you simply don't have the time and energy to do. So this is always a good time of year to set your boundaries, to understand what those are. And of course, there can be boundaries and there need to be boundaries in all areas of our lives. And it is those boundaries that in fact reinforce our energy, that help us remain strong and understand what we can handle, what we're capable of doing and what we're good at. So this is a good time of year to really look at your life where you need to perhaps enforce stronger boundaries or where you need to be very honest with yourself around what you can and cannot take on right now. So as the new year begins, we often feel that fresh start, that new beginning and that sense of, okay, here I go again. What am I going to focus on this year? Of course, we're very familiar with the term New Year's resolutions. There are also New Year's intentions. There's also people who will choose a particular keyword or theme for their year ahead. And choosing a keyword can provide that direction, that clarity, that sense of what you want to manifest and create over these next 12 months. It's also important to explain that there is an energetic difference between resolutions and intentions. Resolutions relate to energies of the past where you're resolving something. You're resolving to do something differently or to change it. You're resolving and working with something you've already experienced and then you're making a commitment to yourself perhaps to do it in a new way or to not do something at all. So resolutions relate to an energy you've already experienced whereas intentions relate to something going forward. What do you intend to create? What do you intend to make or focus on in the year ahead. Intentions are in the present moment and a forward-facing energy. So it's good to look at this because there may be some things that you are resolving, but it's also important to have very clear intentions about where you're going and what you want to create next. And this is how every new year can be powerful. Now, as we close out 2021, we do have some astrology to be aware of as we have Mercury in Capricorn meeting up with Pluto in Capricorn at 25 degrees on December 30th. Now, typically, this is an energy that we feel intensely for a day or two, but not this time because Mercury is going to be going retrograde in January, specifically January 14th at 10 degrees of Aquarius. And it's going to travel back and have two more connections to Pluto in February 2022. So this week, something is coming up in your chart that you're going to be working through and perhaps won't have extreme knowingness or clarity around until February 12th. This is when Mercury will make its third and final connection to Pluto in Capricorn. 
and that will be happening at 27 degrees. So this energy is starting this week and Mercury is the messenger. Mercury brings up our choices, what we're thinking, what we're speaking, what we're saying, but even more so the stories we're creating in our minds, how we're perceiving the world around us, what we're taking seriously, where we're directing our mental focus. And these are all Capricorn themes as well. So over this next week, there could be some maybe intense decisions you're making. Maybe there's something that you're working out or working through. Keep in mind, this energy does relate to Venus retrograde as well. Mercury makes a conjunction to Venus retrograde December 29th, then Mercury connects with Pluto December 30th and moves into Aquarius on January 2nd, stations retrograde January 14th at 10 degrees of Aquarius, and then moves back into Capricorn the end of January. So this energy is opening up something that you're going to be working through and working on into the middle of February, where when Mercury stations direct February 3rd, it will be within a conjunction to Pluto and also have two more exact conjunctions to Pluto. So I know this is a lot and you're probably like, what are you saying, Molly? This is what I'm saying. There's something this week that's important that's coming up that you're aware of. And there might not be a fast solution or a quick fix. When Mercury moves into Aquarius, there's going to be new ways of working with it, new potentials. It's going to get more interesting, more exciting, and the energy speeds up. But then when Mercury moves back into Capricorn, it slows down and there's that review period, but it's very intense. And I feel like what we're doing is really deconditioning from the stories and the thought patterns that we know we don't want to keep instigating. We don't want to keep giving them energy. So there could be something that's unfolding for you that is going to show you a new way to approach something in your life with a new sense of power a new sense of authority, a new sense of, I can do this, I can take this on, even if it's something I've never done before. There is a push here, and it's also requiring new mental strength. Mental strength, where even if you feel a little wobbly or uncertain, and there's fears that come up and things that you're doubting, this would be a time to stay the course. And that's using one of the more powerful expressions of Capricorn, where even when there are things that come up that are out of your control, you don't give up. You don't let it go. You don't abandon ship. You stay the course because you know this is what you want. It's where you're going. It's what you want to experience. So something comes up over this next week when Mercury has that first connection to Pluto And the energy is going to speed up and then slow down. And there's going to be opportunities here to work with it in a very deep way because of that conjunction to Pluto. So essentially, this Mercury retrograde that we're going to experience January 14th until February 3rd is going to have a deep dive energy to it, similar to the Venus retrograde. 
And that's important to note because when we have Pluto in play, it's very important to remember that it's not personal, even when it feels so, even when it feels very subjective. It's important to find that objective energy. And that can be easier in Capricorn because Capricorn can detach you from your emotional responses, from your emotional body. Capricorn can give you insights into the fact that there's many ways to get somewhere. If you really want something, you're really committed, you've got your eyes on the prize, and you're really clear on where you want to go, this is going to help strengthen you. Again, it's mental strengthening, and it's reminding you too of the power of the mind. So this energy begins this week. And it will continue, especially into the middle of February. So keep that in mind. Now, at a more realistic nature, we know that during Mercury retrogrades, it's not the best time to sign contracts, to make agreements, to do something new. In fact, it's much better to review and to be aware of what is going on, what you need to change, what isn't working. And here in Capricorn, we're assessing our life choices, assessing what's working, what's not working, and what you can do differently in your world in order to face a fear, perhaps address something that you've been holding off on. There could be opportunities here for you to really gather authority in your throat chakra. And that's where I'm feeling this energy. The throat chakra is strengthening. And keep in mind that If you are very sensitive, you are energetically sensitive or a highly sensitive person, you are an empath, you're someone who feels what other people feel, there could be times when unconsciously you are holding back what you need to say because you're aware perhaps of how somebody else will receive it or what they'll hear. Or maybe there's this unconscious avoidance where you don't want to be uncomfortable. You don't want to go into a conversation that could be awkward or could bring up some things that may be difficult to talk about at first. But this energy is going to strengthen you especially, and it's going to stretch you. And it could be that you need to practice saying something multiple times in order to hear yourself, to strengthen your voice. Perhaps you write it out to gain clarity. But this is important because the Capricorn energy is about taking things seriously and requiring respect, requiring that from people in your life, requiring it from yourself. So there is a refinement going on here where this Mercury conjunct Pluto three times in Capricorn is asking you to strengthen up what you need to express and say and to do so without that emotional energy or even that sensitivity that can come up. So this can be an opportunity for growth for many people where you find yourself communicating in a new way for the first time in your life. And it's giving you that sense of power. It's giving you that strength to be very honest and clear. And it's stemming from self-respect, understanding what you need, what you deserve, what you require, and strengthening that in yourself that is helping you grow. But it could be uncomfortable at first because what I'm getting is the energy of persecution. In fact, the energy of being killed 
for speaking up, for coming forward, uh, for defending those who can't defend themselves. I'm actually seeing the energy of the throat being slit with a knife, like that type of violence that really damaged and killed some of the energy of the throat chakra. There's an opportunity here with this Mercury retrograde to look at any past life energies from other lifetimes, other dimensions, other timelines that you unconsciously learned to shut down your voice or to hold back everything you need to say. Now it is more safe. Now there is more strength within you. Now the energies are different. And it feels like any damage around that throat chakra could also become apparent. So for example, you could get a sore throat. You could have problems with your voice. There could be something that comes up that brings your attention to healing that throat chakra energy, even at a cellular level. And this is where it would be a beautiful time to direct energy towards that throat chakra and anything you need to say or express. And again, maybe you write it out or you practice or you have a conversation with a friend or a loved one first. And because of the retrograde, there could be this energy of, hey, I need to have this important conversation with my manager, with my boss, with someone, and I'm not sure how they're going to receive it. Can you help me? talk this out or go through this, anything that will help you communicate powerfully and from a place of mental strength and certainty. That's how this energy can support you now. And again, it goes into the middle of February where Mercury will have its third and final conjunction to Pluto around February 11th and 12th at 27 degrees of Capricorn. So keep in mind, this is a big deal. There's something significant about this that could be requiring you to grow in a very powerful way starting this week. So that is a very big energy to be aware of. Now, as we move into January, we're going to see the sun make an exact trine to Uranus retrograde at 10 degrees. And this happens on January 1st, which is the same day that Mercury enters Aquarius. So the sun trining Uranus retrograde in Taurus brings in a lot of energy and excitement. There is forward movement here. There's advancements. There's new ideas. There's things changing and shifting in the physical world. And that's because these are earth signs. So there could be some fresh inspirations you're feeling. Simply moving the furniture around in your house, bringing in something new or different in your environment, trying something in a new way. Perhaps there's something that you're invigorated to go for. Because that Uranus energy, it moves fast. It wants something to be exciting and different and wants to try something new. So this is a beautiful energy signature to begin the new year on as it gets us moving and gets us going. You could be ready to try something different, in fact, as January begins. And maybe there's something that you're finally ready to approach or try. 
Now, following January 1st, we have the Capricorn new moon at 12 degrees of Capricorn on January 2nd. And that is also the energy of beginning something new. So we have these two first days of 2022 where there's a sense of, I'm ready to go. Let's get started. Let's move ahead. And it could feel like you're ready to take those next steps forward. Now, because Because Capricorn is an earth sign, this is looking at what is realistic and grounded. What can you truly do and accomplish? But you could have some clarity around that. You could have an understanding of, I'm finally ready to move ahead or to try this thing in this area of my life. So keep that in mind that the Capricorn new moon is also part of the beginning of 2022. And it helps us with determining our goals, our bucket list, our to-do list. One thing to keep in mind is that the Capricorn energy can have a lot it wants to accomplish and achieve, but if it doesn't have a concrete plan to get there, it won't happen. It's sort of like walking on clouds or building a sandcastle that's only going to last until the next incoming tide comes through. So you want to have something that gives you a practical approach to where you're going. And Capricorn energy respects time, the time it takes to get somewhere, the time it takes to accomplish a task, and even the fact that things take longer than we think they will. So this is a good time to even be a bit more conservative in your approach, where if you're writing down 18 things you want to do this year, or you have these inspirations to go for it and get a lot done even in January, the Capricorn energy reminds us to take it one thing at a time, be steady, be consistent, and understand that it probably will change a bit. There will be the shape-shifting that occurs. But this is also looking at what you have to do in your life, meaning you don't want to live a life without this particular accomplishment or goal. So there is always a bigger picture to the Capricorn energy, and this Capricorn new moon on January 2nd could give you some inspirations for what you want, where you want to go next, and what you can realistically commit to. Also with Capricorn, the lower expressions of it can be very world-weary, where you're just exhausted, you're tired from everything because you've taken on everything. You can feel like one more thing is a burden. There can be a bitterness sometimes and even a sourness with the Capricorn energy, which is your energy telling you you need a break and you're tired and that you deserve to take care of yourself. And this can be balanced by the opposite sign of cancer. And cancer being the opposite of Capricorn means it's okay to rest. It's okay to have your creature comforts and your downtime and something soft and cozy that you turn to. It's also okay to express your vulnerabilities, to talk about where you're disappointed or where you're feeling vulnerable or where something didn't happen as you thought it would or as you had planned. So the opposite energy of cancer here reminds you that it's okay to soften. And in fact, it's going to be very necessary for your energy to take a break and to take care of yourself, to give yourself that downtime because that's how you'll be able to perform even better. 
And it could be easier to give yourself that downtime with this Venus retrograde in Capricorn as well, because Venus in Capricorn is reassessing, reprioritizing, and taking a good hard look at what matters to her, at what she values. So this is also the energy of standing on the sideline, looking at your life, looking at what's in front of you, what you've created, what you've built, and determining what matters now and what matters next. So whenever there's a Venus retrograde in a sign, we're really looking at what is happening within that sign in ourselves. And this is reassessing the Capricorn themes. So your professional work, your goals, your career direction. Are you satisfied? Does this still matter to you? Is it an industry or an area of life that you're really interested in? Are you wanting something different and new now? Have you shifted to the point where you don't want to make commitments in some way? You don't want this to be something you're responsible for. Instead, the Venus retrograde is showing you that this is no longer connected to my heart. This is no longer something that really gets me moving or keeps me going, there's an emptiness here. And it could be that this Venus retrograde in Capricorn is showing you that void or an emptiness, something that is no longer meaningful. And you're looking at, well, what do I do next? What do I do with this energy going forward? And that's part of this Venus retrograde experience. Now, on January 5th, Venus retrograde in Capricorn is going to make a sextile to Neptune and Pisces. And this tends to be an opening into where you're ready for a break, where you're ready to step back and just listen or feel into what could be a better match. Because that Neptune and Pisces energy brings in some openings into things maybe you didn't think about before, but it could feel right because Neptune and Pisces is a feeler. So this isn't mental energy. It's not logical or reasonable. It's more creative, artistic, intuitive, connecting you with, well, what would feel good and what do I want to create going next? In fact, this reminds me of a conversation I had 20 years ago with my first spiritual mentor. And she had asked me, when I was figuring out my career, what I wanted to do, and I was very much still in the 3D energies of this is the job I need to apply for, this is what I need to put on my resume, and very much in that where will I fit in energy. And she had posed a very powerful question to me, which was, how do you want to feel every day? How do you want to feel When you wake up and you need to go to work, how do you want to feel performing your responsibilities or moving through your daily tasks? You know, what inspires you? What lifts you up and keeps you motivated simply because it connects with who you are and how you want to experience your life? And that's important to consider because the bigger picture is how we spend our days is how we spend our life. And so it's looking at, well, how do I want to live my life? And we're in this very beautiful overlapping energy where we have stronger 5D energies coming in and being experienced. 
while also the grounded practical reality of our 3D physical environment. And so we actually have more openings, more possibilities and choices now around how to create exactly what we want in our lives and how we want to show up in the world. That's part of Capricorn as well. And it's important to note that since we have Sun, Mercury, Venus, and Pluto all in Capricorn, all about how we're showing up in the world. And so this is a time to restructure your world, restructure your life, looking at, well, what do I want to create? What do I want to manifest that's correct for me now that's really in alignment with my gifts, my self-understanding, my strengths, what I've learned about myself, what I've healed, this would be a beautiful time to really put energy into manifesting that reality for yourself because we can create new realities now that weren't really an option years ago. And I feel like this is a big theme throughout January. Since we have the Venus retrograde, we have Mercury retrograde, we're also going to have Uranus stationing direct at 10 degrees of Taurus on January 18th. And when Uranus stations direct, all the outer planets are then direct. And then it's in February when all planets are direct after Mercury retrograde ends. So yes, I'm already talking about February in this podcast, but it gives you more of a perspective. And by the way, have you noticed how fast time has sped up and that we are now living in different experiences of time? And I feel like it's certainly related to the eclipses we had last year, but also related to the quickening of energies on the planet directly connected to the ascension spiral, the incoming cosmic energies and galactic energies. There's a lot that's influencing our reality here on this planet. Again, there's been a quickening. Things have sped up. And so here we are, the end of December, beginning of January, and I'm already talking about February. So this helps to understand that a lot about January is this reconstructing our life, direction, sense of purpose, uh, really getting clearer and stronger in your soul mission, really connecting in and really saying yes to it because you're essentially saying yes to yourself. You're saying yes to your soul. You're saying yes to your starseed energies, your light worker energies, your healer energies, all of your energies. There is the potential throughout January to look at where you haven't said yes to yourself and to get clear on why. What is the fear? What is holding you back? Where have you not felt connected? Maybe you felt a lack or that you weren't good enough or that you weren't ready. So many things can come up. In fact, multiple things can come up. This is about getting clearer on who you really are and how you're here to participate and contribute to humanity at this time, but to do so in your own individual way. And going back to that question around how do you want to feel every day? Well, what lifts you up? Do you enjoy helping people? Do you want to be of service in some capacity? Do you enjoy the mental focus of being on a computer every day or looking at Excel documents and organizing information? Do you enjoy the hands-on approach and interacting with people in person, being more physical? 
I mean, these are all big things that create our lives. This is how we create our lives. And it's looking at, well, how do I do that on a daily basis? And this is where you look at your astrology chart. You look at where your sun is by astrological sign and house placement because your sun is your sense of self that's about how you're designed to shine. Where you're developing skills and where you're knowing yourself even more through the astrological sign and by house placement. And that house placement is the area of life where your sun is designed to exude itself, to show up, to feel good, to feel confident. Then you would also look at your moon sign. Your moon sign is how you receive energy, how you take in what's happening around you. So just as the sun sign is what you put out, where the sun shines a very bright light, the moon is receptive and what it takes in. And so that moon sign in your chart by sign and house placement is where you're looking to feel good where you're looking to receive good feedback, good energy, where you feel validated, where you feel seen, perhaps even where you feel comfortable connecting with others or connecting with the world. Also, the moon sign can be very private. So this can be your downtime. This can be where you give yourself a break and you say, okay, my sun has been very alive and very electrifying. And now I need to return to my moon sign at the end of the day, take care of that moon, take care of those needs and be aware of that part of myself as well. So this is a beautiful time to assess both your sun signs, exuberance, confidence, and needs, as well as your moon signs, desires, feelings, and what you're receiving that you also want to be aware of on a daily basis. Your astrology chart shows you how you are energetically designed to navigate through this life and to experience this world in a way that supports your own energy. And this can become very, very complicated because your sun sign can be very different than your moon sign. But there can be a joy in figuring that out. I mean, that can be this beautiful puzzle, your own personal energy puzzle of how you understand and work with these various pieces of yourself. Then, of course, we pull in your mercury. And every day, your mercury is thinking, taking in information. It's how you communicate. It's your approach to having conversations and what you need for mental stimulation. So your mercury is important because that's how you show up and think about things, process energy. It's your cerebral process. Your Venus is how you feel seen and what feels good to your heart, where you find beauty, joy, pleasure. Venus is how you want to feel attractive and confident in your physical self as well as in your energy field. Venus is how you create relationships with others. So of course, we can look at this in context to your professional world or your office environment, where Venus is how you're going to relate to your coworkers or people you network with. Venus is how you maybe show up online and is associated with your branding and what you want to do to attract in the right clients or the right people for your work. 
And then finally, we have Mars, which is the final personal planet. And Mars is the energy of how you approach goals, how you go after what you want, how you will take on challenges, and also your vitality, your physical energy every day. Your Mars shows you how you approach the world around you and also how you approach and tackle your tasks, the energy you have for those tasks. And this relates to the physical energy. So if you have a strong Mars, then you probably need a lot of physical energy to be exerted every day. Or you like healthy competition. You like having something that motivates you and you seek that out. So understanding your astrology chart is how you're going to connect with yourself, what you need to feel alive, to feel good, to feel strong, and then also how to bring those same qualities into your daily life, into your profession, your career, or whatever you're showing up for every day. And I'm talking about this in context to your professional world, since that's what Capricorn energy rules. So That can help you with assessing what you're doing on a daily basis and if it's connecting with you or not. And there's things where you know it was good for a little bit and now you're bored or you want something different or you're ready for that next challenge or something new to pursue. So keep in mind that part of what we look at every year is about the conscious use of our own energy and why we're doing certain things. Why am I doing this job? And if you don't have an answer that really connects, that really feels good for you, then that could be something to look at. Now, of course, we all have responsibilities. We have bills. We have things we have to take care of. Perhaps you have a family, children, parents, others that lean on you that you're responsible for. And this is part of why we have to Stick it out and, you know, raise your hand if you've ever had to wear those golden handcuffs, which is where you have to keep doing something because your livelihood depends on it, because it's a job that is paying the bills, it's taking care of the family, it's paying the mortgage. And understand too that there aren't always these quick solutions for moving into something else or going into something that you really want to do. And if you are in between, or you've ever been in between, where you've had the corporate job, but it wasn't your passion. You were building up something on the side. You were focusing on something else like after work or on the weekends that really called to you. This is so normal these days. And in fact, it's so exciting that we can do this, that we have the ability to transition into something that is in alignment with our soul mission and our true gifts, and to put a plan in place for that. This is also a beautiful time to do so, to look at, again, reconstructing your life so that it's in alignment with who you really are, what you really want, and how you want to spend your days. So that could also be something that many people are looking at here is, well, I'm not in the job or in the place that's fulfilling I want to transition into something else. What do I need to do to get there? What are the next steps? And this could be another theme that's coming up here in January as you look at what you need to live a really good, satisfying life. Now, we also have Jupiter in Pisces that can open us up to more than meets the eye. 
that can open us up to something that is inspiring, that feels good, that maybe you thought wouldn't happen or you didn't know if it was a possibility for you. Jupiter and Pisces will connect you to some potentials that you're meant to really be with, to feel into and expand your perspective around it. So this is where we have more support for trusting ourselves, trusting what feels good. And even if it feels far-fetched or you don't know how, how it would come together, how it would show up, how everything could connect, well, that's the universe's job. The how is how the universe operates. You operate from an energetic place of clarity on your intentions, what you want to manifest, and maintaining that mental focus on what you want to create and bring into your reality. So this Jupiter in Pisces can bring in something unexpected. It can also bring in something that has been delayed or postponed. Jupiter in Pisces also works beautifully with divine timing, with bringing in more and perhaps even something you gave up on. Pisces is where we can put things away in the attic and we can forget about it. And then we say, oh yeah, I forgot about that. But the universe hasn't forgotten. The universe hasn't forgotten those dreams and hopes and wishes and things that, you know, you thought you really wanted, but maybe it wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right situation. It wasn't the right person. Now Jupiter and Pisces will bring it back around and say, remember this? We didn't forget. The universe didn't forget. Spirit didn't forget. And in fact, this could be an even better time to receive it than before. So know that this Jupiter and Pisces wants us to tie up loose edges and loose ends. So if there's something that has been unsettled, uh, it's been lacking closure, or it's something that, again, you've forgotten, it was put to the wayside, Jupiter and Pisces will help you wrap it up, complete the energy, understand what is correct for you now, but also help you let go of what's no longer correct for you. And we can also feel this in things that we really wanted a while ago. I mean, has there been something in your life that you're like, if I just had this, it would make everything better. But now you might look at it and be like, you know, I really don't even want it anymore. It doesn't connect. It's not right for me. I'm totally okay letting that go. And then Jupiter and Pisces brings in something even better that is an energetic match, that is the right fit, or does connect with who you are now. So this Jupiter and Pisces energy can bring in what's been forgotten, what was not correct before, and it can replace something and bring it through in a very surprising way. So that could also be something to keep in your awareness here that there are so many potentials and miracles in our lives. And if you can stay open to that magic, if you can allow the universe to bring in something even better, essentially upgrade you, then you might be delightfully surprised at what can transpire and how you can experience something even better than you considered before. So this is what we've got as we bring in 2022, a new voyage around the calendar year, and as we move into another powerful year of big astrology. I would also like to offer a heartfelt thanks to all of you who have listened to this podcast. Whether you are new or whether you've been around for a number of years, I am very grateful for you and for your time and presence. I did begin this podcast back in 2012 
And I'm blown away by how many of you are resonating with this information simply because it reminds us how we're connected, how we're experiencing very similar energies. Even though they're different and individual, we're still all in this together. And I'm very grateful to how this podcast had nearly 4 million downloads in 2021. So thank you for that. And I look forward to moving ahead with you in the new year. And of course, to move through the big energies that we will be navigating together. Wish you a very beautiful start to 2022. I will have a new video for you on Friday, a new teaching video that's all about astrological topics. And I will resume the Monday podcast episodes as well on January 3rd. So just a reminder that there have not been Monday podcasts for the past two weeks, but we'll get started with those again as January begins. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where you'll find all of my current programs and offerings. If you are a business-oriented healer, meaning you are looking to grow your work in the world, or you are an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, please check out my free business guidance videos library that cover a variety of topics. And I also have various business programs designed specifically for those of us who are creating and building an online platform. May you feel a beautiful peace with yourself around what you've moved through in 2021. And I hope you also feel encouraged and motivated around what you can create in 2022. I will see you in January. Have a beautiful New Year's Eve and a beautiful Capricorn new moon. Take good care and I'll see you back here soon.